This is season one, episode two of Cup Shop Pod, and I'm your host, Tejas. You can follow me at My Life Isn't TV. Today on the podcast, I have Shen, who you can follow at Shen. He's one of my closest friends that I've known over the last seven years. Style icon, New Yorker, and some really funny things to say. Enjoy. Wait. Oh my God. Hi, Shen. Can you see me? I can see you and I can hear you. You look great and you sound great. Is that it? Did you get a haircut? No, Tejas, this is the haircut that I have for like, like two, this is, was done like two haircuts ago. Two haircuts ago. This is already too long for what I normally yeah. know. Well, it looks, because the short, it's short on the sides, but now I see the length up top. You look yeah, like- Yeah, it's a buzz cut. Yeah, nice. I don't think I'm really a long hair person anymore. Are you recording already? Yeah, I should have said that at the beginning, but um, what happens is what happens is that when you come on, I'm already recording. So then you don't have to worry about it. It's like we're just chatting casually. Oh, okay. Yeah. But That's if you great. Want, if you want, I can pause the recording and then we can just like eventually start it. Oh, no, no, no. Don't pause it. I even pulled out like my better router for this because um this router doesn't work for some reason with vpn at work so i normally have to use the other router but the other router drops the connection sometimes so well i appreciate i'm very prepared i i appreciate is this are you do you normally are you normally so prepared with things like i know with your work like yes take care of everything and then after that, once you're done with work, it's like whatever happens, happens, you know? Well, you know me. I don't normally, like, be late yeah. with things. So that's... Like a, like a cardinal sin, right? I get to, no, no, no. It's not even that. I just get too anxious mm. normally. Like, when I go on a date, when I go on a job interview, I'm always, like, at least 10 minutes early. And I just wait. Also, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, especially when I go on a date, I like to give people a little bit of pressure. Mm. <laughs> What's that first impression? Like, what would be the first impression you want to give people when they meet you? I want people to think I am the opposite of who I actually am. <laughs> you told this to me once. You told this to me once. I want people to think I'm so nice, so sweet, you know obedient, uh-huh. caring. And then what happened, like at what point do you start to be like, okay, this is the real me? Oh my God, I haven't even dated anyone long enough for them to see the real me yet. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially this last one, did I ever tell you about him? Uh, the one out in New Brunswick? Somewhere in that proximity i think yeah yeah you told me a little bit yeah i told you a little bit a little bit i heard you were into hiking oh my god yeah i mean for the purpose of this i think i'm just gonna call him dick because you know he has a nice dick but he was also kind of a dick so i think it's a perfect name perfect alias for him um so it was weird we met on hinge and um actually i 
started talking to him when I was in Philadelphia with Mal. Okay. Uh, somehow he pod, yes. matched with me and started talking to me. And I was like, oh my God, this guy doesn't look that great. Should I meet with him? Should I meet with him? And then Mal, like in her drunken self, was like, just meet with him, just meet with him. What's there to lose? Whatever. That's very Mal of her. So I was like, okay, okay, I guess I'll meet with him. So I started talking to him a bit more. Um, Actually, I was talking to another person at the time, Mm -hmm. but then he blocked me because I didn't talk to him for three days. But it's I didn't talk to him because he didn't talk to me. But anyways, so that was my first choice. But the first choice was gone. So now, you know, I got dick. Yeah. So we met in Jersey City. Okay. You know, ever since the pandemic, I always just meet them in Jersey City now. I don't really... Because, you know, New York is crazy. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to sit outside ever again, really. And it was, I can only sit inside in Jersey City. So we met there. And I always take them to this one Japanese restaurant. It's called Domo Domo. Okay. I go there not to eat. You know, I'm not like a big fan of Japanese food. I go there for drinks. And because, you know, sometimes... You know how Japanese, like the alcohol, they, they have that jelly drink that we get at Ibudo? Yes. yes. Yeah. So this place also has that. So I always try to find a place where I would be able to order something that the other person has never seen before. And I feel like he wouldn't have seen that before. When you say that for food, for drink or for both? Oh, like whenever I can think of something is interesting that I think the other person has never seen before, I just, that would normally yeah. be my first choice. Okay. Um, so I got there. I got there 10 minutes early and then he was 20 minutes late. Dang. And he was, so I waited for 30 minutes, even though he was already in Newport to visit his friends the night before. Okay. And then we sat down and... You know, he looked better than um, the phone. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. I don't know if that was the case or if, you know, I was feeling a little bit tipsy. What was it? Was it like he was much taller than you thought or his skin was like just much brighter? Or was there anything? In oh, he had terrible skin. Oh, okay. His skin was like so bad. Like, uh, but, you know, I'm not like so... I'm not like into like pretty guys. I mean, you know, mm. the kind of people that I yeah. have had crush on, none of them are like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's more so like he had a look that made me feel kind of comfortable. Like, you know, none of, not very offensive is what I would describe. Okay. <laughs> and we basically started eating. And the first sign of trouble that I noticed is that I was the only one doing the talking. Mm. Like it was just, and it wasn't a podcast or interview situation. It was a date. Like it was just, I was the only one doing the talking and it was just like, "Mm, mm, mm, ah, mm, mm, oh, I'm so funny. Mm." I was like, oh, okay. So either he's nervous or he's not really we have nothing in common like he would just not know what I'm talking about yeah 
but I ordered the drink and he was surprised that that drink existed. And, you know, we were like, oh, haha, yeah, this is me and my friend normally likes to drink. And then he was like, oh, this is so good. Like the normal, how normal, how, how they normally react. Yeah. And um, we actually, after that, went to another bar and that day actually went pretty well, in my opinion, okay. um, because like, it felt like he, the time just flew by. Yeah, which but, is nice. Yeah, it's nice, but I didn't realize it was just because I was like kind of lonely at the time. Like it could have been anyone really. And then I met up with him the second time. He was just like, we, I, I really wanted to go, you know, to a museum because, you know, to flex a little bit of my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> So I went to MoMA, I got these tickets. At the time you have to reserve tickets. I reserved with two tickets. Oh, but before that I took him to Cafe China, which no. was also, he said, it was the best Chinese experience he has ever had in his life, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, but in MoMA, I was telling him about all these artists and whatever. He was like, right. oh my God, you know so much. And- I like sing a little. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And then when we got out, I was just like, oh my God, this guy is like kind of really like a block of wood. Mm. I was just like, uh, do you want to kiss me? Like we had our mask on and everything. And then he was like, uh, yeah. And I was <laughs> like, okay. And then I took it off and then he took it off and then we kissed for like two seconds. And then I was like, oh, so what are you doing tonight? He was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, do you want to do something together? And then he was like, oh, uh, sure. What do you have in mind? I'm like, oh, maybe I can go home with you. Like, very frank. <laughs> Second <laughs> time meeting him. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And then that's, we got home and got to his place the place was very, it wasn't messy, but it was very like. Was it like messier than you expected? No, it wasn't. It was just, first of all, when I got in, it was fully carpeted. Okay. In like a, like a, like I would say like a faded shit brown color. And then you see this exercise machine and I don't know what it does that takes up a third of the living room okay and then obviously he would have a lazy boy like what you have <laughs> <laughs> and it's already in the tilted position mind you okay and he has a twin size bed mm. not a twin size bed not a queen the one be below a queen well, yeah, yeah like a little smaller than a queen yeah um and I was like, and then he has a two-seater sofa okay, in front of the TV. And the lighting is kind of like moody lighting, like kind of like when you were living in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. But not have all the lights turned on, only right. when the little, little light in the corner turned on, kind of. Okay. That kind of lighting. So, and I was like, oh, this is uh, interesting. And then like... We watch movies, whatever. 
boring stuff. And then we decided to sleep with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's so weird. This is the reason why that I think it didn't work out. He either thinks I'm just so unattractive or he has some kind of issue with ejaculating. Okay. Out of the four or five times that I've met him, besides the first time, we have slept with each other every single one of those times. Yeah. And I would pull out all the tricks in the book. Like right. everything. Everything. Like literally everything. Holly, you want sloppy, you want like, you know, vanilla, you want like, you know, dry, wet, like anything yeah. that like okay. could know that I that I knew works with my past experience on other people. Did you do any research into stuff that you didn't know but thought that he might like? No, because you don't know. I I know I'm I'm very comfortable with my ability, Tejas, and yeah. I know no, whatever not, I know works. I'm not questioning your of course. That would be ridiculous. But he has never came. And I would say oh. the last time I was really annoyed because it was for his birthday, okay? Mm-hmm. And I got him like a hotel room. Like I would just book the hotel room and then we, we was like, oh, it would be like fun and romantic. Mind you, I've only been seeing him for like a month at this point. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, you shouldn't have spent the money. I'm like, oh, it's not like I'm asking you to spend the money. Like this is something that I want to do for you, yeah. but also for me. And right. the entire time he just talked about how much he wants to go out and explore the city and eat and eat and eat and drink and eat i'm like yeah we can do that but like you know that's not the reason why we're here yeah and i i mean still the same shit and i was so angry because it felt like he didn't put any effort into it it felt like he just didn't wasn't interested so after that at the end of the day that day he he was like don't oh don't you feel like we have nothing in common and I'm like you're absolutely right we have absolutely nothing in common and I thought that was going to be the end of it but then the next day was Monday he texted me during work and if you know me I'm so busy at work yeah I normally don't even have time to read anything on my phone and you've been going into the office like Yeah, I go into the office and even when I'm not in the office, I have so much work normally. I don't have time to be checking my phone normally. And I didn't see his first text message. I only saw his second text message, which was around like five or six. I was just like, oh, sorry, I've been busy, whatever. Um, But anyways, I ended up getting off work that day I think around 8 30 and I texted him back and I said oh I just got off work blah 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 and he was like oh the tone of you talking to me seems different and I'm like "Mm, yeah yeah (laughs) it is what do you want and then thank god after that he got the gist and never contacted me again because I was even worried about like how am I gonna do this because I was like how am I gonna like tell him I don't want to see him again because I have done it before and I have actually encountered a few psychotic ones where they kept texting me 
like oh is it really like can we try it again or like like very clingy like I don't remember I told you about I dated a blind guy and he was texting me two three years later I didn't realize it was two three years later yeah uh, he we started texting in the winter of 2015 I think November December 2015 and he was still texting me. The last time he texted me was when we all went to Izu. I don't, like, in 2017. Well, like, that weekend, out of nowhere? It just After we walked off the bridge, I got his text message. That's why I remember so clearly. Huh. Saying he got a new apartment and wanted me to go check it out. <laughs> so random. I know. I'm sure that would be greatly decorated, right? I mean, you can't even see. Like, what What would you even have to say? I, I don't know. You know what? There's I like- blocked him two times. And then he called me from his phone at work. And then he called me with another phone. I know. It's so annoying. That's really... Whatever. Really- so I never had success. But it's okay. I think I've already, you know kind of like gotten to this understanding that I'm probably going to be single for a very, very, very long time until something comes my way. Would you say that you're ready right now to settle down? Mm, Yeah. You are? So like with everybody talking about how New York is going to bounce back and you being a New Yorker for basically your whole life you're not ready to like be single in this new New York oh my god I hate New York (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to save money to immigrate somewhere else now like I hate it like I can't imagine living here for longer than two more years to be honest with you yeah it's it's a complete shithole and i it's like everything is like so ridiculously expensive and it's i don't know i just hate it it's like so we were talking about this a couple years ago you had pointed out to me that like when we go out like you me or when uj is there or everyone in the squad when we go out we mostly end up going to bars where like straight bars and you said the vibe at a straight bar is very different than what I, what I'm used to in a gay bar which I can understand the differences and when we've gone out to gay bars as well like I, I see those differences on a very different level but like 90 99 percent of bars in New York are probably straight bars so you don't you're not like okay I want to have these kind of places that I like to go in New York and I want to build this now in the like remnants of what is left in New York, build this city to that, build this city to a point where it has things for me and for people like me, where you like, no, you know what, I'm just going to wait and I'm going to come I mean, unless I own the property, I don't want to do anything involving a lease. Yeah. (laughs) I'm allergic to that word. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm living at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like, I think it's a crazy concept for people to rent 
like it's not a crazy concept. I'm sorry. I apologize because I feel like most of our listeners are probably renting, right. but I, I don't know the stats on that. Yeah, they, don't, they just tell me how many people. It's just are, that you you're tied into a place for one year, yeah. two if you're lucky, and then they can raise the rent to whatever they can. It's this uncertainty of. Mm-hmm. You know, or like they're never gonna drop it. And yeah, we'll, especially now we've seen like two, three, three months. But yeah, exactly. So I just I don't know, but I I also just think New York is kind of like done for. To be honest with you, because I think fundamentally the government is not gonna have any drastic change. Okay. And I think, I mean, even America in general, I think it's like, I think we are just too divided. And I'm not a saint to unite everybody. I'm more so, you know, oh, there is fire over there. Let me just get the fuck away from there. Like, I'm not the one who picking up the hose and started spraying. Like, (laughs) not me. Would you say when there's chaos, you gravitate towards it or away from it? Like when you see chaos, are you like, oh, I want to be... I go towards it and I'm like, mm, it's kind of warm here. And then, you know, when it's like kind of like, mm, it's kind of burning a little bit. Let me just get the fuck out. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, like, you know, it's because of my dramatic nature, if you can say that. It's like, you know, the human curiosity. You just wanted to see how things yeah. unfold, right? Um, you, you know how I'm like, I, I used to like being in the thick of things and now I'm with you on the side like, oh, this is naturally gravitating towards it. Let's see what this is. You like to be on the thick of things stages. I, I don't know to- if you, that can be changed. I, I think you're just mellowed out because of the situation right now. It, it could be, but I think also there was something that when you and I were talking, I don't know if you remember this, but you had said how like you don't believe that people can inherently change. There's just a range of decision making that people will choose from. And that range is a much smaller portion than like all of the options that are theoretically available. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, actually, I really don't think you like I think your personality and the things you like to do are I think are pretty much inherent because I mean look at you and your sister you grew up in the same household you like you know yeah you have the same kind of upbringing same Mm -hmm. kind of environment same parents and Mm -hmm. I mean I would say you guys are totally different yeah right yeah i mean we what we have in common is quite a lot but that's more upbringing how we are as people yeah for sure of course i mean if you guys are not totally different i would be totally loving you and not (laughs) you know yeah not that you know i'm always on uj's side if you guys are totally the same no no i i agree i think she um, in last week's pod, she has said that she had wished that we were twins, and I understand why. I was thinking if we were twins, would we be completely alike or even more different than we are if, if we were twins in this hypothetical? I often think about these like hypothetical scenarios. Mm-hmm. 
and try to work it out. Because yeah. we were twins and we had done everything. And I mean like everything together. Moved to New York together, went to the same university. Would we be the exact same or would we, would we be completely different? And that's the thing, I, I really don't know. Like maybe we'd be the exact same person, just like different, you know, assigned genders at birth. I have no idea. I think it depends on if you are, I don't know the phrase, from the same egg or not from the same egg. Like that? Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. So you believe it's like their characteristics that we have at birth and then they're evolved over time with nurture or is it just like, no, that's nature and you are who you are? doesn't matter what scenario like you're placed in. I mean, I don't believe in extremes. I think there's definitely things that are determined at birth and there are definitely things that are, you know, nurtured, but it's kind of like, you know, when people talk about, I don't know, I can't give you an example right now because- Well, have you ever thought what it would be like if you had had a younger sister or a younger brother? Oh my God, I can't even think about it. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. I, because I can't imagine like, you know, the expense, right? <laughs> the division of the will, right? <laughs> like, you know, all that aspect. I can't think yeah. about it. I can't think about like, because my mom is like stressed enough in life. Mm -hmm. I can't think about like, if there's another me (laughs) (laughs) or if I have to compromise. Granted, if I do have a sibling, I probably wouldn't even know this lifestyle. Yeah, you just, they are who they are. You are who you are, keep it separate. No, it's just that I wouldn't probably even be living this way because like if let's say, I'm the firstborn. I probably yeah. have to take on a lot more responsibility than I even have right now. Well, you or, do put a lot on your plate as the only child, and especially knowing you and your relationship with your mom as well. Oh, as, yeah. Yeah, like you do put a, a, there's a lot on your plate. There is, but you know what? Thank God I don't have a good relationship with my dad. You know? Why is that? Because if we, if we have a good relationship, that means when he gets old, I have to take care of him. Mm, that's not for you. Oh my God. Thank God he has kids now. You know, you once said um, that you would, you wanted to have a catheter that you would walk around with so that then you don't have to go to the bathroom all the time. Yes. You remember this? Oh yes, I still want one. Like, yeah, you still want one? I, I get it now because now I'm drinking so much water in an effort to like stay fully hydrated. I'm like, oh my God. this is the worst sorry i know especially now every time you go to the bathroom you have to wash your hand and you go so often and my hands get so dry and every time it's like oh my god i wash my hands again i have to put creams on like Mm -hmm. like because it's like i i really you know i try to grow my nails out because like you i used to bite my nails You say used to, I still do. 
yeah, I I stopped that and then I just read it on this thing where they were like, oh, if you want to grow your nails out, it's not just about the nail, it's also about the cuticles. So you have to keep your hands hydrated at all time. Uh, and it's just annoying. So what's like the first piece of advice you'd give to someone if they want to make their skin look better? To make their skin look better? Yeah. Oh, I'm the. I'm not a good. You're not a good. I, I don't think I'm a good uh, person to ask because I'm in. I'm doing most of the things that they shouldn't be doing. I don't <laughs> think they should be smoking. They shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> they should sleep before ten. Yeah, and that's none of those. I, I, say, I thought you were gonna say fillers. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, first thing you can do. Oh, but that doesn't make your skin better. They just oh, make true. your face look plumper. Mm, which is, yeah. I guess it doesn't hurt, right? Like pre-maintenance. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It never hurts. Like once I told you, like once, you know, we were at a brunch and, you know, this big lips woman friend of ours was asking me, Oh, like, you know, nonchalantly, what do you think I need to have work done? Uh-huh. And then I didn't want to say anything. You were there. Yeah, I was. But she was like, mm, just say it, just say it. I wouldn't get offended. And I'm like, you can get some Botox. And she yeah. still ended up getting offended. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember this vividly. Yeah. And then me no. and Uj yeah. ran into this big lips friend of yours, of <laughs> ours. <laughs> In Bahrain. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. That was great. And that's the thing. It's like, what did you expect when you asked? You know? Exactly. I mean, at least if you're going to say you're not going to get offended, at least try your best, right? Exactly. You know? And I already toned myself down. Okay. Like, <laughs> if I say, like, something more severe, oh, you need liposuction, you need <laughs> facial reconstruction. <laughs> You need two more nose jobs. <laughs> you need a lip reduction. <laughs> oh, there's a lot you could have gone with. You went for the nicest one. Yeah, I went in for the maintenance one. Okay, not yeah. even like permanent, like changing your face. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's from the Middle East, so, um, you know they're conservative there especially yeah. where she's from she's from yeah <laughs> yeah no that's for sure you so you remember how you you've met basically like everyone that we just introduced you to i've introduced you to do you remember how we've met you and me yeah you and i <clears throat> yes i went to um I went home with Uj because she uh-huh. just moved into that apartment on yeah, 147th. Oh, the Washington Heights one. Yeah, sorry. And then she opened the door and then she was like, oh, my brother's coming down. And then the door was opened and then she was like, oh, this is my friend Shen. And then you were like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then you, you, you were like, oh, but I'm so busy. Sorry, I have to run out. Mm-hmm. And you did. So we met for a brief five seconds. 
which I appreciated, by the way, because you know how awkward I am when I first meet anyone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, thank God he's gone. Like, thank God, is this you in this apartment? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Nice that was a nice one, too. The, it was really spacious. Ronnie would have loved it. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I don't remember meeting you outside because like you said I was in a rush but I remember much more vividly uh would we I guess it would have been your senior year your senior thesis I think after it because I remember also or maybe in the build-up to that year when we had moved to Midtown West my sister and I oh yeah the second time I met you was uh was with um I went to your apartment and uh, you were with this friend of yours who I called Akbar. <laughs> it took me a second. I'll, I'll be I, honest with you. It took me a second because I was thinking like, who? Because my memory shot to shit now. Mm -hmm. I kept referring to him as Akbar. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I was, I don't, know, I don't even know why that came to me. And I, I don't remember, I think I wasn't very sober, I mm. think. And, uh, you know, what's so funny at the time I actually had, like, I had a very positive image of him, <laughs> but then he just kind of like phased out from our lives, right? Yeah, I'd say so. And say, as far as aliases go, that was one of the less memorable ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's so much so that I forgot who we were talking about for a second. Right? Yeah. And now even him and the people that he hated. Yeah. And they both hated are kind of not your friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. That is a very good point. It's so funny to think about, to be honest with you, because... Um, it's just interesting how sometimes even one little thing in life can torpedo your whole relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Right. That's what it's, it's, it's very valuable when like you've known Uj for 10 years, you've known me for seven, eight years now, I guess seven. Yeah. That's a long time. Doesn't... Yeah, that is a long time considering I'm only like what 27. Yeah. Quarter quarter of your life. I mean, yeah, it's... no, it's a, it's more than a quarter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Which is mad. I mean, that's the thing. Do you think you'd be where forget COVID for a second? Do you think where you'd be now? Like, do you think that where you are now, you would have been you knew oh my god what kind of fucking question is that i'm sorry it's a little it's been a long day do you think seven years ago that here is where you would be forget covid and all of that like here yeah, right here in, this situ in the situation that like having the life that you currently have do i think this is where i would be I don't know, but I would tell you that I don't really regret anything. I rate that. You know, I rate that. On a personal level, I really, like, what's the point? I don't really, I mean, yeah, it's a, 
I would say if I die tomorrow, I yeah. would live a fabulous life. Right? I mean, like, that's the thing. <laughs> I know for me personally, and I know you know this too, because we've talked about this. There are definitely things that I should regret, but I really don't. Like, a lot of stories. Like what? Oh, I think we all know certain characters <laughs> from Halloween. Like, it's, it's, oh, not, yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. part of lore. So, like, not to get into specifics, right? I definitely mm-hmm. should regret it, but if I didn't do that, then tell me if you agree, like, with the premise. If I did, if I hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have learned my lesson. And then I wouldn't have changed. And have stopped. you learned your lesson, Tages? Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> at the benefit, at the cost of everyone else, I have definitely learned a lesson for sure. Mm-hmm. Now it's to, you know, not do stuff like that. Very optimistic. I like that. I would say optimistic for sure, but. That's the thing. I am, I am an optimist, so it would make sense that I think of it optimistically. <laughs> would you say you're a pessimist more than an optimist? No, 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 no. I'm not a pessimist. If I'm a pessimist, I can't be talking like this. That's true. You um, know when Asians are being murdered. That's a good point. That's a good point. You've always been proud of who you are, and I, I rate that, and it's why oh my I God. you have been there. You do you not think that you're proud of who you are? I can't imagine being anyone else. Oh, see, I like that about you a lot. You I know, really can. And another thing is, no matter what has happened to me, or I'm never like a victim. I don't like that mentality. I never like, oh my god, poor me or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I don't ever want to be like, oh my god, you know, people are like focused on me or like bullying me or like you know i i'm not i don't i don't like that kind of mentality you're not beholden to anybody else no and i don't like to think that any one of them can actually affect me in a meaningful way with how i live my life right would you say is that something that you've known for a long time or something that you learned a lot more recently given like how this and to bring like this, the surroundings that we have now, like bringing COVID into the scenario, it changed a lot of like our relationship, being able to see each other a lot, as well as like our general relationship with New York City and being able to go out, have a drink, catch up because you and I both like to spend time, you know, having a meal, having a drink and catching up with our friends. Is that something that you've always known about yourself or was that something that you've learned a lot in these past 12 months? I think it's gradual. I mean, I've always okay. been confident. If only you've seen the kind of shit I used to wear to school in high school. Like, oh, yeah. I, like, get embarrassed thinking about it. Where'd you go to I, high school just for the listeners? So that oh, I, I went to Great Neck South yeah. High School, public school. Uh-huh. You know, it's like a pretty good public school, but yeah. public school. Um, it was, um, it was... It was so interesting because that school is very known for their academic. Mm-hmm. And then somehow I showed up. <laughs> and I just didn't give a fuck. I remember I used to wear the craziest shit. Okay. What would you wear? I I have found this this thing from my grandma's closet. Okay. And I took it. This is was her clothes like 50 years ago, like your grandma's clothes, okay? okay? Literally your grandma's clothes. And I wore it to school because I thought it was cool. Yeah. But 
I, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> anyway, so I think I've always been self-aware, mm-hmm. but I would say I became even more self-aware this summer when I found out that, you know, my aunt was asking my mother for my information to set up a will. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's the aspect of like, you know, potential. I'm not even saying any, you know, yeah. thing hardcore, but like potential financial stability in the future makes me a little bit, you know, walk a little faster. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting anything from my mother at this point, not after the pandemic. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fair play. Mm-hmm. But I, I was going to ask, is that is that your relationship with clothes? Because I often talk a lot to people who are interested in fashion about your senior thesis project. Was that your relationship to clothes through your grandmother's clothes and through your family's like? Oh, my God. You know, this is what a lot of designers like to say. They like yeah. to say that, oh, when I was five, my right. mom taught me how to sew. And that's what started my love for fashion. No, right. I would say, so this is what my mom told me, right? My mom said when I was younger, like when I was like one or two or three, not four because she left me at four, but before four, she said, before I even knew how to speak, she would take me to go shopping in stores. Okay. And then she said, she would take me to a store. And then she said, you would just make a noise and point, pointing at stuff. And then like, she was like, you would just be like, uh, 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 and point. Uh-huh. And she said, whatever you, what, whichever one you point would be, always be like the most expensive one in the store. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, yeah, you probably have some, you know, something that that's that you're born with that you're just interested in and I've always been interested in clothes because I just love the fact that you can change your entire persona Mm. to something completely different within you know five minutes yeah putting something on for example like I would say you know three years ago maybe before I went to Hong Kong I would say my style was always like pretty unoffensive. That's how I would describe it. It was very like kind of proper, kind of not, but like not offensive at all. But recently, maybe it's because of the environment. I've always tried to dress myself a little bit more menacingly, including this haircut. I don't want people to think, you know, well, that's the thing. They won't be able to see the video, but you did mention buzz cut. And that's very, <laughs> I feel like that's very rare for you. It's oh, yes. It's a lot longer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And why menacingly? Yes. As in a little bit more menacingly. Yeah, a little bit more menacingly. I mean, I just ordered my first pair of boots. Nice. <laughs> and I don't own any boots. I had boots fit. before, but like as for fun, but not That's as the one like... that you showed me on your phone last month when we went to have uh, like Saturday brunch. I don't think so. No, okay. I don't remember. Maybe I showed you, but I was thinking about it, but then I finally bought it. 
Okay. And uh, it's coming in two weeks. Nice. Um, but it's these square toe boots that are like high, like not high heel, but like high in like the leg part. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about how, like, it's kind of like, I want, like, it's, it's so funny. I used to, there was someone that told me that when I'm like walking on the sidewalk, you know, when I used to not take Uber, yeah <laughs> they used to say like oh my god you walk like you're on a mission and I'm like mm, I kind of like that I think if I'm out I want to look like I'm on a mission yeah like, to obliterate some dumbass bitches that's right. what I wanted to look like <laughs> and that's the thing I guess when you're wearing something more not necessarily looser but like with fabric that's a lot more comfortable and less menacingly, more inoffensive. You don't feel that same kind of mentality as you would. You don't feel the same energy. Yeah, you know, it's different. Yeah, it's completely different. When I look good and I walk out, and I know people are looking at me. Yeah, it's a great feeling. It's it's to me that is like powerful. It's not. It's. I, listen, I'm not saying everybody looking at me is like, oh my god, he's fabulous. There are some people who might be looking at me and be like, what the fuck is he wearing? But like, I don't care. I just yeah. love the fact that they're looking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very fair. If, uh, if someone's listening and they don't know anything about style, whether it's, you know, men's or women's fashion, what's like the one piece of advice that you would give to them to be like, this is what you should know. Like just like the pure basics. Oh, I would say don't chase brands. Okay, it's fine. I mean, definitely don't chase brands. Um, there are a few things that you should, you know, I can only speak about things from a design perspective. My mm -hmm. personal style is purely personal. It's different yeah. for everybody. But, you know, when it comes to clothes, there are only really like a few factors that matters when it comes to clothing. Mm -hmm. The biggest one is the proportion you know, the proportion of clothing, like in relationship with your body, the second one okay. would be color. Okay, color wheel. Mm -hmm. okay. The colors, yeah. And then the third one I would say would be the details on. When you the... say details, do you mean like buttons or collar tips or mm -hmm. things like that? I would say if you have a jacket, black jacket, silver button would look different from gold buttons. Good point. So I, it's, it's, if you like these three things, I would say are the most important. If you can, if you find something that hits all three to your liking, mm -hmm. that's something that you should consider buying if it works with your wardrobe and it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter what brand it is. I mean, yeah. there's some like, Especially now, I mean, I'm going to say, like, it depends on what kind of person you are, right? Like, I know there are some people who are very, like, socially aware, and they don't want to shop fast fashion, Yeah, which is valid. But, you know, unfortunately, we live in a world that that is a thing. That is a reality. That is a reality. And um, I do buy fast fashion. Yeah. I do buy high-end fashion mm -hmm. 
I do buy like vintage fashion, like I buy everything. So, and I try to not throw away as much clothes as before. So, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you, you, can, you, you can do your part, but the thing is in order to commit in the fashion realm, the only thing that's stopping you from throwing away things or recycle, like, you know, don't like get rid of it. When it comes down to that, it's the price tag. Mm -hmm. You can have something super well-made, but they're cheap as hell. Mm -hmm. And like, I would say mentally, it puts a worth in your mind and it wouldn't let you care about it as much. Like you wouldn't care about throwing away a $5 garment versus a $1,500 garment, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's interesting. This kind of goes to the, when we had met up last month or whenever we had met up last, uh, you were talking about possibly doing a YouTube series or some kind of content in oh my God, yeah. regards to this, yeah. Do you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I was asking before if there's anything you wanted to promote or talk about. Um, whether there's anything on social media or anything that you wanted people to pay attention to or follow? Uh, I mean, we don't like. Besides my main page, yeah. who is Shen? I'll spell yeah. together. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I do have a sketch page that okay. I don't sketch anymore because I'm so busy. busy. I do have food inhalers with Uj. Yes. We're under lockdown, not going out to eat that often. That's yeah. on hiatus. Yeah. Um, I mean, when that thing really takes off, mm -hmm. maybe I'll come back here again. But Well, I was hoping to have, I was, oh, you're always more than welcome. I was hoping to have you and Uj on a, special guest episode as well at some point like the two of you together on um, that would be i mean i think we know how it would go it would be sick mm -hmm. yeah what would you say is the best thing that's happened to you in the last 12 months best thing that's ever happened to me not ever happened to you although you know please please share what's the best thing that's happened to you in the last 12 months with everything going on was it the realization of like this is the kind of content i want to make um because there is a gap in the market for it and there is a no gap. i think it's i think it's the fact that i realized that the pandemic has uh really pushed out like the ugly side of this country and mm. i think it's motivating me to try to get the fuck out of here one day <laughs> would you have would you have ever considered yourself, because I know you had gone to Hong Kong and you traveled all over, even lived abroad during school and stuff like that. Have you always wanted to be out, live outside the country and this kind of prompted it even faster? I would say I've always loved America. Like it's, but I also realized it was because I, you know, thought of, lived in a bubble right mm -hmm. we the, all do the new york bubble not just the new york bubble pages like we are privileged pages yeah 
you and me and Uj mm-hmm. and whoever like that we fr- are friends with, we don't really get to see a bunch of the ugly sides. Yeah. And I feel like because of the pandemic, we're starting to see the ugly sides. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to our conversation earlier about, you know, I'm not someone who's trying to save the world here. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I feel that yeah, everything everything that is troubling is front and center because people are struggling. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. uh, I would say if any of you listeners <laughs> have visited outside the country and actually know, you know, how people are like, how people behave, mm-hmm. what the infrastructure is like, mm-hmm. how cheap the shit are, yep. <laughs> what the service levels is yep. in some of these countries, yep. how tight sure. the securities are. Um, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Not can't even go into a hotel without going through security. Yep. Like if you uh-huh. have like if you have like the kind of safe like security and safety and comfort that you feel in these kind of places right like it's you you don't feel that here (laughs) yeah for sure for sure um you know i know that as you know that i agree with you a lot on that it's crazy and that's the thing even when going back whenever i do to those regions it's like i i relate with that a lot yeah where would be where would you want to move or live in rather out of all the places you've been oh my to God. would you go somewhere new i would love i mean i've been there once and i hated it but uh-huh. you know in hindsight i would love to live in singapore because i think i think it's just the combination of things right it's i'm so close to anywhere that i wanted mm-hmm. to be asia and you know close to the middle east Mm-hmm. really not that far away from Europe either um and it's highly modernized yep you know it's I can visit Uj whenever I want mm-hmm. it's like I think five hour flight yes, right there, right there. Uh, it, and like it's it, I mean the thing about Singapore is that they don't have a fashion industry there they don't have they, they like unless you're in some kind of fan, finance or okay. you know business related it's very hard to you know like just move there or have yeah. a job there but which is why i'm trying to learn all these new programs so hopefully one day i don't have to work in an office anymore <laughs> i like that i like yeah. that you um you have time to stay after for like after hours, closing hours. I'll stop the recording. Yeah. Then we can. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Nice. This is good. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, of course. It. And uh, you know the photos that I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. There's some good ones in there from like the weddings that we went to and in one ring. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening to the podcast and be sure to follow at Who is Shen on instagram you can also make sure to review like and subscribe us on social media platforms as well as your preferred podcast platform looking forward to next week thank you for listening